So this man is really hard to track down without kids screaming and to get him to sit down to this podcast. I needed him to model some of my Recovery Island shirts. I make some recovery shirts that just inspire others or just make a statement of things. People don't want to talk about it, so we'll worry about it. But anyways, he, I had him model these pit, these shirts today and our 20 month, 21 month old would not let him take a picture. Like I literally got one picture quick and then God, he's good looking cause I didn't need many. But anyways, um, I need to get on here and keep this consistent because I live with an addict. I was an alcoholic. I'm a recovering alcoholic. We deal with these things every single day. This is not just a one time, do 12 steps, be done with it. Like I work on this every day and helping others get sober or stay sober or just sharing my experience, strength and hope literally keeps me sober. It keeps me from picking a bottle up. It keeps Bubba from doing what he was doing. It keeps us from just going down that downward spiral that we will die if we go down. So here I am. Um, It's been a real, real crazy week, two weeks. So much has happened. Um, There was family health issues, but everyone's going to be okay. We got answers. We have a diagnosis. People are okay. Um, But that was very worrisome, out of my control. My little sister, my best friend, my like we are attached at the hip. We literally stay on FaceTime all day long. She went to Mexico for a wedding. And I just, I worry. I worry. I'm a big sister and I just worry. And I have her six-year-old. So that's another just thing on my plate but I don't mind it at all I love her to death we have the best time but she does miss her mama and so that is hard it's really hard but she'll be home tomorrow and um back to work Mon today's Sunday Sunday night I'm sitting on my back porch looking through the sliding glass door at the at my niece and my three-year-old son and my dog and I'm getting my little 20 maybe 10 minutes by myself But I mean, gosh, just sitting here reflecting, um, Bubba doesn't listen to this podcast, so I can talk about it, but I didn't tell him, but something I had the chance to like search his truck today and I searched it, my, my heart pumping, my heart in my stomach, praying to God, I don't find anything. I mean, he's almost three years sober, but these feelings still, I mean, I feel like I'd be dumb not to search for stuff. Dude, there was nothing wrong. There was not one thing out of place. I searched in and out. Oh, so when he hops on this podcast, I'm going to um, confront him and tell him I searched his truck and he's going to be like, so, so it's me worrying, but it's all the PTSD. He's like made me have from worrying about him from worrying that he's lying to me from the stealing from the lying thank god he wasn't a cheater but at points i would oh i wish he would either cheat on me or punch me in the face because i just literally that's 
black and white, that's that can make you make your decision right there. If I got cheated on or punched in the face, I would at least have known what the deal was. But when you're being lied to and manipulated just so they can get what they need, it mind fucks you. It messes you up so bad. Look at me three years in to his sobriety and it still mind fucks me even when he's too happy or too sad or looks different or does something different. I'm like, are you being good? Are you and like, and if it gets down to it, we'll take a drug test, but boom, 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 boom. He doesn't deny anything. We open communicate if we start, if he gets a little angry with me because I'm questioning him, we, we like talk it out. We literally talk it out until it's solved because we can't go on fighting. We can't put it under a rug because guess what us alcoholics and addicts have now? We don't have a fucking rug to put anything under. If you do, you will relapse. That's how I see it. If you're hiding shit, you will relapse. And that's a really, I just came up with that at the top of my head. We don't have a rug anymore to brush shit under. You have to like handle it as it comes. You have to. That's what got us here in the first place. And that it's a must. It's a must in our family. It's a must in my life. It's a must. It's a must. But the coolest thing about today is I'm one week away from my eight years of sobriety. One week. So eight years ago on this day, I was doing, you know, I was doing some crazy stuff. I don't even, I, I've mentioned a couple in some of these past episodes, but I was, I, we were doing crazy stuff. I mean, I tried meth for my first time. We called the police because we thought people were, were going to, we were looking out the window for eight hours straight. Um, Brian's on the freaking roof when the police come. They say, get your boyfriend. He thinks he's damn Rambo out here. I had no, I couldn't believe they did not know that we were on shit. And this was like man-made meth. Like we snorted it. It it was, yeah. But um, anyways, one one time only and that was it. And then a week later I got arrested and yeah, that's all she wrote. But I was the lowest of the low. And then that next week, is when I was very alone, sitting in county jail, with no idea what my future held. Y'all, there's so much coming through my mind right now, and just, we're losing people left and right to fentanyl and overdoses, and I literally just, I have to do something about it. I have to. I'm here, and God's telling me to speak up. God's telling me to make shirts that say, fuck fentanyl. Like, I'm doing it, y'all. I'm doing it. And I'm going to get Bubba on the stand podcast. And I promise either in the more I, I've, I've been on his ass. So it will be in the next couple of days. But thank you for staying tuned. Thank you for listening to my shit. Thank you for supporting me. Um, And... I'm hoping we'll have another episode out tomorrow. So y'all have a good night. I have an extra kid at my house tonight. So I'm a little busy. But um, here y'all go.